grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. God's kingdom is a patriarchy. That's a naughty word to say in 2023 and going into 2024. Because the world, as we know, is all about smashing the patriarchy. That word, patriarchy, we we think of it as meaning... Well, everything ruled by men. The word is actually a little bit more specific. The word patriarchy or patriarch literally means head father or arch father. A father above all. And so a patriarchy is that which is ruled not so much by men, but by a father. And so if we're sympathetic to the idea of smashing the patriarchy and breaking the patriarchy, let's be honest about what that will entail. Perhaps there is no greater symbol of breaking down the patriarchy today than the 2023 Time Person of the Year, Taylor Swift who in one of her songs references a boyfriend who has a keychain that reads Bleep the Patriarchy, which has sent Swifties out en masse to buy keychains saying Bleep the Patriarchy on it, break down all those institutions ruled by men. In her interview for Time magazine, she said, What has existed since the dawn of time? A patriarchal society. What fuels a patriarchal society? Money. She goes on to say that if she can be one to make all that money, then she can have a hand in breaking down that patriarchal society. But for those who want to condemn patriarchy, it would be to break down what God himself has instituted what God has established and established to be for our good. And yes, there are abuses in institutions that are patriarchal, but the abuse of a thing doesn't invalidate the goodness of a thing. God's kingdom is one where there is a father above it all. A father who has children. And those children, more specifically, St. Paul reminds us today in our epistle from Galatians 4, those children are all sons. That's right. There are sons in the kingdom of God, sons of the Father. And here's the mystery that Paul unwraps for us in Galatians. That is every one of us, male and female alike. 
we are all sons of God. That is what Paul is getting at back in chapter 3. The verse is right before our reading where he says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring. Heirs according to promise. Because here's how it works in God's kingdom. The father gives an inheritance to the son. And in order to receive that inheritance, you have to be a son in the family. And so Paul establishes in Galatians that in Jesus Christ, by bringing all of us, men and women alike, into this family, we have the rights of sons. We are all Heirs with a gracious, loving Father above it all. This kingdom does not exclude women. Women are sons as well, with the same rights as men in this kingdom, within an inheritance. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave or free, male or female. In Jesus Christ, we all receive the inheritance. We all receive our share of the kingdom. And so Paul in Galatians 4 talks about heirs of the father. He says, I mean that the heir, as long as he's a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. But he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. In other words, Those who are promised an inheritance have something to which they look forward at the end of all things, something that is established by their relationship to the Father as an heir. And that is what each and every one of you are, dear Christians, those who have a special relationship with your God, who is your Father, your patriarch, The one father above all, who rules over all, and he promises you, dear sons, all of you, an inheritance. You are the heir. You are those in Jesus Christ, the one born of woman, to bring all of us into the sonship of God's people, underneath the Father. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. You, dear people of God, in Jesus Christ, are adopted into the most blessed family there is into a beautiful glorious patriarchy with a father above all things who calls us not just his children but his sons and if you are a son Paul says you're no longer a slave you're also an heir through God now when you're an heir you have that thing to which you're looking forward 
the inheritance you will receive at the end. But there is something that God gives you even now. Because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. God gifts you his Holy Spirit to dwell within your heart that you may know the Father to whom you are to call upon in every need, in every moment, in every distress. His Spirit dwells in you that you would call upon him, the Father who has adopted you into his family. So let's be mindful, dear people of God, dear children of God, dear sons of God. What happens when we try to destroy the concept of patriarchy, which is really destroying the concept of fatherhood? How important are fathers? Fathers who rule and lead, and guide, and provide for their dear children, and in so doing, set examples and serve as pictures of what our Heavenly Father is above us all. How often do we belittle, mock, rebel, against the concept of a man, a father, leading his family. Much has been made, you can probably notice it yourselves, how our fathers now routinely depicted in movies and television and in the culture. Kind of mindless buffoons, goofy, always saying stupid things and doing stupid things. Long gone are the days of Ward Cleaver and Andy Griffith, strong male leaders of sons and children. If we are sons, then we are also heirs. And if we are sons and heirs, then that means we have a father. And fatherhood is Good. It is the best thing of all. Because that is who our God is and how he reigns over us as his sons. That he might bless us with, as Paul would later say in Galatians, with the rights of not just sons, not even heirs, but the rights of the firstborn. It's not really this way anymore, probably doesn't happen that often, but in families in Jesus' day and in St. Paul's day, if you were the firstborn son, you would get the biggest inheritance from your father. And the sons after that would each get less, depending on their place in the pecking order. Well, Jesus is the only begotten son of God, the only true Son of God in terms of being truly from the Father. But when God the Father adopts us into his family, it's to give us the very best of what he wants to give. 
You've probably heard it happen in families where there is an inheritance being given out in a will, that there can be some fighting and bickering, and often that will divide families over what each one of the children gets in the inheritance. And Jesus, he deserves and has rights to everything from the Father, being the Son from eternity and the only begotten Son of God. He is the rightful heir of all of God's kingdom, all the goodness that God has to give. But what does he do? He became born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. He sets it all aside. He willingly gives it up for you so that you would be the firstborn in this patriarchy with this father above you. You are no longer a slave, but a son, Paul says. And if a son, then an heir through God. When God gives you his kingdom, you're no longer a slave, you're a son, you're an heir. You have a new identity. You have the most honored place in the family where God the Father is above all and all the fullness and riches of his kingdom belong to you, dear child, dear son of God. Patriarchy is established by God as one of his good gifts. Because he is the true patriarch, the father above all. The father above all fathers, the father above all his children, above his sons. Who sends the only begotten son to make each of you a son and an heir. Dear sons of God. Go this day contemplating the riches that belong to you. The eternal kingdom that lasts forever, that belongs to you. Because of your place in the family. Because of your father above all. Because of this family, this patriarchy, where this loving father bestows on you all that he has. To last for all time. To give you that identity of a son and an heir. May God the Father, the patriarch above all, bless all of our families, fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, that in love and gratitude for the kingdom he pours out on us, we would in turn gladly not break down the patriarchy or smash it, 
but live it out in such a way that it reflects the loving Father who reigns above us all through his Son and through the Spirit he gives to each of us. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.